Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Arts Today. I'm Alessandro Angelini. We talk a lot about the issues facing the arts and the challenges presented to our industry by the ongoing pandemic and the state of affairs in the United States on this show. But today, I would like to shift focus just a little bit. Many of us know that the arts can be used to convey ideas, influence public opinion, and empower individuals. But what can be said about the power of art to inspire young minds and initiate the process of rebuilding communities affected by war and trauma? My guest today is Okuru George, a yoga, meditation, and dance instructor who is taking his knowledge and passions for dance, mental and physical health, as well as fitness across Africa to teach communities of children how to connect with their minds and bodies and the beauty of being able to express oneself through dance and movement. Okurut's story is truly fascinating and offers an intriguing perspective into the powers and importance of art and mental well-being. Please enjoy. Okurut George, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, this is a really, really special interview for me, and uh, it's a great pleasure to get to know you and talk with you today. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I also feel so much so good, and because this is really a big opportunity for me to share what I do and what I've been doing with my communities. It's really, really a good opportunity. Absolutely. So with that being said, I always want to get um, a sense of who you are, of who we are. Um, and I guess the best way to do that is by asking you about your history. So can you tell me a little bit about your amazing story and your life story in that respect? Yeah, uh, so Okrut George um, is a person who grew up from different areas of Uganda. But uh, majorly, I grew up like in Jinja and so Soroti, but and also the northern part of Uganda, where um, it had experienced like uh, over twenty-five years in war. But mostly, like that is not the most purity. Uh, so, mostly, Okroti is a person passionate, and he has been doing a lot of things from dance, yoga, and acro yoga. So my journey started when I was uh, in Kitgum, that's uh, northern part of Uganda, because that area had experienced war for more than 25 years. So when I went there, I, I met different youths. Then I was like, wow, I have gone through a lot. Like a lot of people have been killed. A lot of people have lost their families. A lot of people have been displaced. We lived in uh, IDP camps, like refugees, those small camps. So I had to have something what can let me to forget all that trauma and stress which we have been going through in the camp. So that's when I started dancing. I joined some dance group, which was in Kidgum. Uh, when I joined that dance group, then I, I went slowly with it. And then I had to join it. There's a, some community organization called uh, uh, Hip Hop da, hip hop Dance. It is Northern Uganda Hip Hop Culture. So when I joined them, I had to start to learn more about how to be a leader, those leadership skills. Then I moved from there. We decided to form our group, me with my two friends. One, one guy is called Joe Foriema and one guy is called Tot, uh, Kurt Joel, a.k.a. Totem. 
So we created something, some movement, because all of us, we had experienced the same thing. So we had to come out as the three of us to create something which is called Inspire Me Africa Initiative. So when this thing, when we created it, and then we had to create an event under it called Beyond the Beat. So this event, we have been bringing all different youth and also different people from, uh, uh, from different countries to come and share with the youth in Northern Uganda, majorly in Kitgum. And when we moved with that one, then I decided like, I need to take a step ahead of my life. Like I need to create something again, which is more unique, which I can fuse in with dance and it moves on. And then that one, that's where I joined yoga community. I started doing yoga after doing yoga slowly by slowly. I got my first certification and um, yoga pravida in 2018 in Tanzania because I got certified to, under teaching children yoga because I'm so much passionate to being with children because uh, the more I be with children, the more I feel so much happy so much because they are so funny. They are so, they are really so love, lovely. Like that's what I, why I love staying with children so much. And then from that, when I continue with this one, I was like, yeah, I need to take like yoga so much because uh, yoga started now to open my mind and also to let all the past go, like what happened in during the IDP camps, uh, what happened during the war, all we're now letting them go. And then I went um, uh, for Peace Revolution, that is um, a Peace Revolution initiative. For them, they focus more into meditation. So I went with them to do to learn more about myself because they teach how you can be with yourself, how you can coordinate with community, how you you anything generally with your living. So when I went with them, I was like, wow, this is really good because I was discovering myself, how I be, how should I handle myself, how can I handle myself when I was I'm with the community. Um, and that one, I went even to the retreat in Rwanda for uh, peace revolution. We had to interact with different youths who are doing different activities from different worlds. I was like, wow. And then this motivated me like to go more deeper, to learn more about yoga. And then I was like, yeah. And that is when I got a chance to with um, Indian embassy. So they had to send me to, um, to um, here, uh, to India to learn yoga into one of the universities in India, that is SBSA Univers Yoga University. When I went there, I had to be there one month and two weeks learning yoga. It was really, really so much good experience for me and also to meet young people who are learning yoga to be doctors. I was like, wow, so this is what, am I, with what I was missing always. So it helped me to come back home to reach more communities with yoga before I was into swing because swing swing I got it I got to into swing when I was uh, into in 2018 also that's when uh, one of the lady introduced me to the world of swing that lady comes from Sweden but she's not a dancer but I was yeah, I decided to start myself learning on YouTube when I when I was like ah this thing because swing I've never been in Uganda so I had to go on YouTube learn. And then after that one, I had to apply for the scholarship. I wanted to go to Sweden to learn it at uh, a rank dance camp, but they didn't give me that scholarship. They had to send me to Mozambique. So when I went to Mozambique, it was really good because these are my fellow people, like my fellow brothers and sisters I had there. It was really so much easier for me to connect with them, to learn it. 
when I learned it, then I came back. I had to fuse now yoga with uh, with swing. It was something so unique for me now. When I go to the community, I first start with yoga, and then I come into dance. So it was really so much like so connecting, and everyone was like, "Wow, this is something so unique." Even if like swing, um, me with my friend called Atiti Priska, we are trying to invest it because implement it. I mean. It is still something new in Uganda. Nobody knows about swing dance in Uganda. But nowadays, like people are getting to know it after seeing the children performing in one or in some two big event international. That is a international Indie Hop Championship in USA and also a Cup Cup event in Italy. And that's how now people are recognizing Uganda swing dance movement and they are really paying much attention about it. Like they were, wow, this is really so nice. Swing, seeing children from the slums, from the different villages, different dance group doing swing now in Uganda. It's something so really touching and giving me much courage to push what I'm doing always in the community. So I think that is a, it was really a big introduction about me. That's all what I've been, I've been about my life. Like, yeah, I know even when I was a young boy, I passed through, I got a terrible car accident. But um, with yoga now, it has helped me now to come to align my body back to the normal. But even if it is not yet really perfect the way it's supposed to be, uh, I really appreciate it, uh, like me doing yoga every day to bring back my body into that good alignment. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, I have, I, you can't tell because I'm wearing a hoodie right now, but I have goosebumps listening to, I mean, just your history. Um, you're telling me that these communities that you visited have been ravaged by war for generations. Um, and war, I think, in, intrinsically and inherently destroys this idea of community. It's literally pitting one side against the other. Um, and what you are talking about, um, learning, you know, yoga, swing dance, all of these techniques that you can then teach to these communities, not only are you empowering them with movement and getting them to know themselves, but you're also getting them to understand and cultivate this idea of community. And this is something that when you foster community, it fosters love between people and understanding between people. And I think... Yeah what better way to move forward after this, you know, this crazy history that your country, your area has experienced moving forward with community in mind um, is incredible. And also the education that you had to go through. I mean, this was not a small feat in order to learn yoga. It's you had to train, you know, in different places, you had to go to schools to learn yoga, you had to really Put yourself into learning swing dance and break dancing and when you teach these kids something you can see their eyes light up and this is i mean yeah. from what i'm understanding it seems like this is a this is an area that is completely unknown to these young children and getting them in touch with what their body is capable of and then also teaching them to get into their mind and say okay yeah. get to know yourself that's incredible. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
I'm so impressed with your work. And I mean, talking about education, you did talk a little bit about it. Um, we we oh, talked yeah, about yeah. your. I was forgetting. Let me. Yeah, about oh, no. my education. Yeah, about my education. I didn't. I didn't study so much. Um, uh, because my uh, my school was jumpy up and down. Um, I started my primaries. After finishing my primary, I went to the high school for all level. And then I sat for senior, uh, senior four, that is all level certificate, Uganda, um, uh, is it UCE, Uganda certificate of education. Mm. So when I, when I finished that one, I was like, what should I do next? Because uh, I, uh, it was really so much uh, for me as I was my, uh, paying for myself also that school fees, my parents, they couldn't afford it so much. And I went to the technical institute uh, to learn um, to learn bricklaying and concrete practice because I was like my dream was like to be an engineer to build people's houses or to be a mechanic engineer because that was that was what my first dream like to be a mechanic engineer because in my in my high school I was doing technical drawing and also other things like which were taking me to the that dream but when when, when uh, school fees came a problem, then I had to go to down of engineering, technical engineering, uh, mechanical engineering to building engineering. That's when I went to a technical institute um, in 2013, because in 2012, I was out of school. I just, I was home doing dance and other things, and also farming, because I had to raise my school fees through farming. So one year I had to stay down at home, farming and dancing only. That's when I, my career started to develop slowly. So in 2013 and 2014, that's when I was I went back to school for two years certification and uh, bricklaying and concrete practice. So when I did that one, I was supposed to go for advanced level, but I couldn't go for it because uh, the money, I couldn't raise more money about it. As the two years I was being sponsored by the government, so I left the school. I decided now to come out officially to go to the street to understand the life in the street and also to develop more my career, what I can do, something out of education, which can make me more peaceful and happy. And also I do it with passion and love. That's where I started the yoga and dance. Wow, I mean, you're telling me that you had to take some time off so i mean to raise money to go to school i mean farming dancing and just being it's it's i think here we're so privileged and here in the united states because we view this education as something that i feel like most people view it as something we could just throw away you know it's like oh i have to go to school i have to do this and we don't really look at it in this in this sense through this lens of saying education and knowledge is truly empowerment. Um, So why not seek that empowerment? Uh, And I just think it's so, so different the way we we approach the subject here. And that's just so admirable. So admirable. And the fact that, you know, things had to change because finances are hard to come by. Um, And in that you found that, okay, Maybe I didn't want to do this whole technical engineering or building engineering because there's something I'm more passionate about now. And I'm interested on how you found that passion because you said you were you spent some time really putting yourself into the streets and understanding the cultural scars 
that these communities and people have had to endure and carry with them to this day. So what was that process like of really learning in the streets of what you wanted to see change? And then how did you understand how to implement that change that you wanted? Yeah, um, uh, for me, before, when I came to the street, um, I had first to know like this street, what do people really understand about it and what are people going through it? So I found those key factors, what are people going through it? Because one thing what people were going through it, like they have to work tirelessly to get what to eat. And secondly, like they have to, they always like work hard every day, like to find a dollar for them to survive with their families. And most of the children, like they had to only to survive on one meal. And most like us, we, we grew up in the camp, in the camp in Northern Uganda, like we were somewhere good because the food was distributed for free. But now in, in the city, the food cannot be distributed for free. And I had to fuse all those things because people, first of all, they are going through depression. Uh, others are going through stress. Others are going through trauma because of those things uh, as it is related. Those, those who are in the city, that's, those are the things which they go through. But we, we come from the, uh, the war zone, mostly the things, trauma. You find uh, a lot of girls were raped, uh, other youth, their families have been killed. So many youths of my, of, my, of my size from where I come from, they got so much, like they lost hope. They went, they started drinking, others joined to criminal things, others were practicing drugs. And now that one gave me like a task. I need to prove these people like, no matter what situation you've gone through, you can still be someone who can impact you back to your community. And then it gave me a lot of thinking to leave my village, to go to the cities where I don't know someone to stay there to adapt life in the city and also to discover something what is new. And then when I discovered this kind of things like yoga and dance, I was like, yeah, if I put in my effort, no matter what, what even, no matter what comes to me, I'll try my best to do it. I don't care about the payment, but I need it to come from my heart because that's, that's how I'll be happy and I will forget all the past. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, talking about the conditions that people were really um, truly born into, you know, you talk about the experiences that people carry with them, this trauma, um, the stress, anxiety and depression of what war can really do. Um, and I, I find it so interesting that you just put yourself out there and learned what you were seeing. And you said, OK, how can I get through to this community in a way that is not only from my heart, but also that I know is effective for myself. And that seems like you really found that yoga and meditation and dancing were very beneficial for your mental clarity, your physical bodily health and everything. Um, so I think with that, when you can start to clear the mind, you can also start to heal some of those wounds and really recognize the trauma that has been caused. And then through practicing meditation, through getting in touch with your body and breath, through yoga and really discovering its range and limitations through dance. I think these are all things that 
they help really um, remedy and fix those scars, those those deep, deep wounds. Um, so you're bringing healing to a lot of these communities. I just and I want to know, like when you were on these streets witnessing these things, was that your inspiration? That moment when you said, OK, I'm going to do this, but I want to do it across Africa. I want to see how far I can take my work. So was that around the same time? Yeah, um, I think uh, by that one before I, I went that one because that the, um, that thing came in when um, when uh, when I was with my family, like uh, when our mother left me with my two siblings in the house and she disappeared where where I couldn't know where she went. Uh, so I had to work so much for my siblings also to eat. Uh, and sometimes I just go and wash people's dishes for us to eat. And even say so we go to the street, like we look something, anything what we can do for us to eat. The good thing, like um, the person in charge of the where we were sleeping, the landlord was someone who understands the situation. So he accepted us to sleep for free without not paying. And we were there to we, we could sleep, no problem. But now the problem was food. Then I was like, I know a lot of people are going through what I've gone through. So how can also be a change to other people? That's why mostly my passion came from. I had like, I was like, anything in this world, these are all material things which shouldn't take my life. So I need to work something what will make me so much happy the rest of my life. I will be with my peace, love, and with love of the community. So that's how my passion came to in and also the inspiration. Wow. Um, wow. I just, it strikes me the, the conditions that you describe of just wondering if you can sleep somewhere. I mean, let's not even talk about food yet, but wondering if I can sleep in this, you know, these walls around me. Um, yeah. That's insane. That is so tragic. I mean, to hear and then the food insecurities and everything you have to do to just get a dollar, like you said, that is I mean, just struggles that I feel like a lot of us aren't very in tune with just because we haven't gone through that same struggle. But really what I think strikes me and comes through as this overwhelming theme is that through getting to know yourself, through empowerment of better knowing your internal workings and your mind, and also the empowerment of knowing how your body can produce art, um, we really start to see what the power of art truly is. And I think we can go a step further in saying that this power, this art empowers us because it's knowledge of ourselves. Um, so I want to ask you, we're talking about some of the effects that we see in the community, some of the positive effects um, with these children, with the people you come in contact with. What are some things that you've noticed and have you noticed that you're able to um, help people move past some of the traumas and difficulties that they may find in their lives. Um, and then furthermore, can you speak to a little bit about what you see in the power of art and the work you do? Yeah, in most, um, most of the communities so far which I've gone through, people are going through a lot. Uh, the first thing what, uh, what I've seen um, in the adults, Many adults, like uh, adults, people who have been teaching for them, they have like, first of all, they were having a lot of diseases into themselves. 
and they were not aware of it. So once they started to practice with me yoga, many of them they had come out to me like, yeah, I wasn't knowing this was in me. Now I can feel it and I can go for the treatment about it. Um, many of them like they have been having domestic violence in their families. And for me as a young man, like a young person, some of them, they could call me to their families, even if I'm not yet married, I, and I could go to their families and I talk with them, I talk him, uh, how is that man, I talk with them how they can stay. And you find I've, I was so much happy, like some of the classes, even their men, they were so able to join in and they were so much happy to share with me and they were like, wow, our life is changing each and every day. Uh, and also others like uh, they had lost hope of like how they should live in the cities or live in there with their people around them because of um, you find they are working tirelessly every day, every day to raise something to eat. But whenever when they start like that, when, when we do with them meditations and some simple breathing techniques, they are now focused and determined. They say like this world, we have to accept anything what comes with us. We have just to flow with the nature. So most of those families, like they are really happy. So when we go back to the children and a lot of children they are getting more like abused by their guardians because here in Africa, we are so much like, uh, uh, we stay with stepmothers or guardians when you've lost your parents. So you, even your parents, when they are there, the way they mistreat the children. So you find a lot of children, they are going through a lot of domestic violence in the family. They are mistreated and they lose, like they don't want to go back to their family. Whenever when they come where I train like yoga or dance, they feel like they are more so much comfortable than going back to their families because whenever when they go back to the family, they feel like they are going back, they be beaten, they be doing anything to them. They don't get enough proper food to eat. So I try always my best with the connection which I have people they can support me. And then I to those children, I make sure that I make them happy so that they don't go through like what I've been going through and they should grow up where they feel like, yeah, we have someone who is so much attached with us, who makes us so much happy. They, that person who loves us so much. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you're describing really what it seems like is understanding what's going on. Um, and it's a lot of, I think these are issues we're seeing resurface because of the past trauma and the past stress and the past life experiences. And I mean, you couple that with the living conditions that you say people have to work all day long tirelessly just to make some money uh, to afford their lifestyle. So really what I am interpreting is when you go into these communities and you teach and you talk to the adults that these people that feel comfortable, you know, bringing you into their homes and discussing with you because you have a way of knowing you can get inside the mind and really calm down and say, okay, let's talk about what really matters here. Or when you're teaching dance, you know, um, teaching these children that they are loved and that they can have this community in which they will always be loved. And I think that is the generational change that will stick with them. And then start, we'll start to see that change. You know, if these children are really passionate and into in this lifestyle, I think it's so overwhelming that it will just carry through into their personalities and you will see your work carried through generations. So you're trying to change 
a generation is what your work seems like to me. And that's incredible. Yes, yes exactly. Wow. And, you know, I want to ask because the work you are doing, as you said, is incredible. I mean, we just discussed and described it all. And I want to know what are some ways that we can we can support your work? What can we do to bring physical and emotional empowerment and security and progression to the communities that you teach? Yeah, uh, mostly like the support what I need is uh, because I didn't get enough education and I still want to go more to learn more things into different countries, into different places. And also I want to take some of these children also to learn those kind of things so that they can live that life which they need and they can come back and even if when I'm not there, they can also take that footstep of giving back to the community. So that's what I'm looking so much because like yoga is too much expensive uh, when you say like these people to pay. And in most like, let me say even in a community in the slums where I teach, I decided to teach yoga like for free to anybody, communities, most of them, uh, because they couldn't afford it. When I say them to pay, they can't afford it. And that is, they will not even feel so much happy while doing, while doing it because they will just do like, I've paid it. I need to finish it because my money I've, I've already invested in it. But when they are doing it without even not paying, they are doing it out of their heart. They need really that change into their lives. So you know, I will need like to get more children to different communities and maybe take them in maybe India or anywhere else, anywhere else where they can go and learn more. Because we, I, we do believe that whenever when you travel to another community, there's a way it opens your mind. You, task, you start to different way of thinking and also it changes all what you've been thinking in the past because you need now to take your foot ahead of your life. Uh, that's what most I'm looking also and also to support most of the families here. We have a lot of children who come from uh, slum, slum places, but and they always eat once. So if there's a way either to create for their family some business or to provide them some support, these children to go to school or food production, like every month we get for them something for food or to take to pro or support their children more to go for education. So those are the like, three major areas where I would love like to people to come in to support me more and move with me into this. A lot of people ask me, George, do you have a, a do you have an organization? But I'm still thinking of that one, maybe to create an organization which can handle those kind of things. But apparently I'm not, I don't have an organization yet. Wow. I mean, it's it's really important that we are able and you're able to really get these resources um, because the work you're doing is life changing. Do you have like any GoFundMe's or, you know, fundraiser things that I can include in the show notes as well for people that are listening and want to donate and help your cause? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. I have a GoFundMe where people can donate it. I think uh, I will share it with you so that you can also include it. Uh, yeah. But mostly like uh, even that one, because that one was more of to my family and also 
the communities. This GoFundMe, I, I have a friend who created it for me uh, during the start of um, COVID because he has been so much close friend to me and we try to inspire each other as for him, he got an accident and he had lost hope. Like he got an accident and he, his lower part got paralyzed. He can't walk anymore. So I've been there talking with him, giving him that courage so that he can come back to life. So what he told me, like, George, I cannot afford to give you anything what you've done for me. So he created for me that GoFundMe to support me with my family and also what I do with the communities. So in case whenever when I want to go to the community, I can facilitate myself to go there and teach the communities. So I have a GoFundMe where I can share it with you and then we can do it out and we see how people can come in. Also, I would not need like people to support financially, but also people, they can come down here and give their knowledge to the communities. That can be also very good thing for them to also to experience what, what goes on in different part of the world yeah absolutely and i think you know speaking of we're talking about do you have an organization and you're saying oh well not yet i think part of that step is finding these partners that are able to come in and invest not only resources but also their passion as well and through that you can hopefully you know build an organization because this is important work that really needs to be supported and people need to know about it so honestly genuinely uh encouraging anyone who's listening to this podcast if you know of anyone with the similar passions and with these similar views you know reach out contact me or contact okurut and we'll we'll get the ball rolling on that And I, I just want to ask one more thing. It seems like you do a lot of teaching and I'm going to ask you to teach us only one thing. Um, but I love asking everyone who comes on this show um, about what are some words of advice um, or wisdom that you would like to share with us? Or really, what's one message that you would like to give us? Yeah, um, the, the message always what I, I love to give to people like um is in this world we are we are like we are visitors so whenever when you visit your friend or your family make sure like you do your best you do your best to show how how you can give how you can do with those people like i don't know how to put like uh, how you can motivate them or how you can inspire them, even without not speaking, but your appearance only can tell like, yeah, this person, if he's here, we feel like we at home, we are safe, we are so like so much loved. So that's what I always tell my people, always the message which I send to people, because we have to make the best use of ourselves into this world. We shouldn't be so much taken by material world things, but we need to separate love and peace to each and everyone because we need each other. Hatred never takes anybody anywhere, but when we separate more love and peace, then this world will become a very peaceful place for everyone to stay in with joy, dancing, laughing, all those kind of things. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it it seems like when you take away all of the material possessions we have, we're left with what's inside of us. Um, we're left with 
is there a sense of community? We're left with, did we love hard enough? Did we communicate well enough with our people? Did we, were we there enough for the people that we love and care about? And I think what you're describing is exactly that. These are the more wealthy experiences in the human condition, not the things we buy, because we only compete for those resources. You know, like yeah. you said, this money that we're chasing, it really is an object. Um, and it causes a lot of friction. So how can we connect our souls better with each other, right? I mean, that's really the goal. How can we open the doors of what our heart has to offer and show that to everyone we come in contact with? Because showing that and being that kind of love, it inspires a change and the same kind of love in other people. It's a chain reaction. Thank you so much for tuning in to this very special episode of The Arts Today. I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed talking with Okrut. My guest today, goes without saying, was Okrut George. So if you are listening to this, thank you so much for sharing your story and passion with me. I am truly inspired. If you are curious about how to support Okrut's work, check out the show notes to see how you can get involved. Let's get Okrut's story everywhere. So please, if you are listening to this, consider sharing this episode with, at the very least, one friend. Thank you so much for catching another episode. I hope to see you again next time. <laughs>